yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself tonight. How could a woman possibly fight with this? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. <laughs> Vulture Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy. Once again, in the red corner, representing Marvel Comics is my boy Ed, and also Star Wars as well today. Yes, definitely <laughs> anime Star Wars. Yeah, anime, anime Star Wars. Yeah, anime Star Wars. Man. What's so, good, Urz? Um, How you been? It's it's all good, man. It's all good. Have you have you um? you seen the audio book on well not seen have you heard the audio book on audible the um they've made an audio book of star wars visions you know the uh yes the i just one. saw that the other day and i've added it into my like library uh favorites wish list yeah, gonna, yeah 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 i'm gonna grab that <laughs> yeah. one because it's on it's, that was my favorite story out of all of them that samurai ronin story so yeah <laughs> it surprised yeah. me when i saw it i'm like okay i can take this i want more of this so that's that's the same thing i'll put this in my wish list as well so me and ed will review that at some point in the future because it's like yeah. nine hours long so yeah. so once we've actually actually listened to it, to it then yeah so uh so, so that'll be good man so guys today we're gonna be talking about some uh spider-man no way home talking about bad girl boba fett peacemaker uh we're gonna be talking to superman and lois there as well um anticipation for moon Knight as well because moon Knight is coming trailer is coming on monday um the uh you know the, the costume looks pretty decent and stuff there as well uh and also getting into uh some viewers comments there as well man so um so dude um the the spider-man no way home seems to have confounded like all of the kind of ideas of uh of the pandemic and everything man and it's made 1.5 billion without china right? Bizarre. You know I mean? the little train that could the world <laughs> shut down ah who cares can't stop exactly. spider-man somehow exactly. some way well, yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of nuts that it's even without china that it can still get to those sort of numbers so what would it have been if china had watched it Damn. it's kind of mad because when you look at it um, it seems like the, um, so. Basically, what I read in this deadline article is saying that um, it's only Spider-Man: No Way Home that seems to have kind of um, kind of like bucked the trend. Like all the cinema-going stuff is like you know deep below what it usually is. Yeah. But Spider-Man, it seems to just people just come out of that and that kind of only, um, and that's all you know. Kind of kind of bucked the trend of the. You know, of, uh, of the other movies, man. so it's a combination in it of that constant, consistent storytelling of building up this universe that Marvel have done, but also on top of that, you've got the nostalgia of the other stuff. Like, come on, who's watching this that hasn't watched it yet? Everyone has, so we can, yeah, we can get into the spoilers of it. Yeah, the nostalgia <laughs> of seeing all of these former iterations of Spider-Man brought back. For kind of for us, we were still adults really at the time when they came out. But for a lot of people, they were ch- children. These were their like films they were watching when they were like five, six, ten years old. So yeah. for them, it's that added magic, and it's yeah, it, it just appeals to so many people. Just that broad range. So 
Yeah, yeah and so yeah, well, that's that's the thing, man. Because now um, it's interesting because um, this kind of comes around the comments that you know Ben Affleck was making there as well, where he's saying like, you know, all the films that are going to be coming out now are going to be like event films and yeah. attached to an IP or whatever, and he's not really into that kind of thing there, but he sees that kind of all the films are going to be like that. Um, I I've got to say, like, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I honestly thought like with all this all the streaming stuff and you know all the hbo max and all that i kind of thought it was going to be the other way around that basically the stuff that was going to be in the cinemas was um you're going to get more like fringe stuff turning up and things like that that people wouldn't usually watch and it's like okay now there's an opportunity for that because everybody's at home watching on the film but it seems to nah, go yeah. the other way where it's like everybody wants that event kind of thing yeah right? people want that reason it's like they want that reason to go out and hang with their friends and go to the cinemas. Like, yeah, it has to be something special rather than a, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson movie because people aren't really gonna feel Paul enough to, justi- to justify, even though the films are great. They're not gonna justify. Am I, am I mixing up my Andersons? I might be, but to to justify them going. Paul W S Anderson. He's the uh, Resident Evil guy, right? W. Yeah, I think that's W. Yeah. W S Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah the other guy is the. Um... What's it called? That submarine thing with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. uh, oh my god with Bill Murray, yeah, with Bill I'm Murray forgetting all the Grand Budapest Hotel, yeah, you like it, all the quirky. I love his songs, man. I love his songs <laughs> yeah, so French Dispatch yeah. was the one he just set out. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, man. I kind of see there is space for things like that, but also at the same time. Like, I think he's right. You know, we're going to end up with a lot of things like this. And this kind of comes, uh, like, there's rumours now that basically, like, they're saying, oh, the Batman's going to be delayed or whatever because Michael Connors going nuts in the States. Um, and, you know, uh, it, it, still, it still unfortunately does mean, like, you do need the States big time, right, to kind of, you know, to kind of launch a film, basically, because, yeah. you know, at least at least 60% of the of the box office comes from, you know, comes from the US pretty much. So, um, quick, so yeah. Check before we get too deep into this, is your audio definitely coming through your headset? Because you kind of see yeah. you dipping, going down, yeah. and up and down and up. Don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Okay, all right. Just checking. 100%. Maybe it's because I'm moving around. and <laughs> maybe. Or, uh, or, yeah, or the, I don't know, or maybe the microphone's not, not going around there properly. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, you know, IPs, IPs are great. Um, I guess the, the thing is nowadays is like the, the quality of TV is to a level where you kind of release certain films on TV and you yeah. can kind of say, you know, um, here you go. Here's a film that is, you know, may not have come out kind of mainstream. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. There's going to be even more of a gap in between the people who um, who like watch a film and are like, oh yeah, I really, really love this film and the kind of films that win at the Oscars because those films are probably not even going to be released yeah. anywhere but because I, I, nobody's going to bloody watch them. It's true. I did hear um, some interview, I think a couple actually, where people were saying that what's really suffering now is like you've got the massive stuff, the 100 million plus superhero mm. films and the f- big franchise action movies that stuff still getting made and then you've got those super cheap stuff that's easier to make now because you know mm-hmm. equipment's cheaper that's like below 20 million but it's the stuff 
in between that, the fifty million, sixty million dollar yeah. those like the 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 quality rom coms and the quality just quirky that that stuff isn't is is dying out. So that could be a big problem though. I think that is, yeah, I think you're right. I think that is going to be a big, uh, a big kind of thing because there, there's such a massive difference in quality of stuff, man. Like, um, you know, like last week we went to, uh, we went to my in-laws um, because we dropped my parents off the airport and stuff. And basically like um, uh, we all decided, oh, we're going to go and watch this film. So we decided to watch this film. Um, it was Coma something on amazon prime because because just my, roll the dice with whatever you see i know <laughs> well that, the thing is like my my my, my wife and sister-in-law were like yeah, yeah let's watch this film and i was like okay sure let's let's watch this kind of film and it was atrociously bad like you can see oh, like my. somebody you can see somebody who was really like um uh trying uh, like you know like it's um it's made by like a special effects house so special yeah. effects were actually quite good right but the storyline was so bizarre basically the storyline is like um everybody uh you know who's in a coma ends up their mind is transported to this weird ass world basically and they're all in this weird world basically together where they have to fight monsters and stuff like that <laughs> and some of the people there have become like um you know um Come like head of like their armed their armed forces that are fighting against these monsters. It's got a good idea, but it's just mm. it's just terrible. So like somebody kind of thought of it, and it was just you know just like that. So something like that is probably done for you know for, for you know very middling kind of kind of money. Um, but at the same time, it's like um, you know the, uh, the good writers are going to go for the big stuff, and the people who are just kind of starting out or. Or just like, oh, you know, I write kind of more, you know, I, I, I don't know, uh, art house kind of stuff. Yeah. They're going to go for that. They're going to go for that kind of bottom end and they'll just be a bit in the middle, which is occupied by, I guess, Netflix films and uh, kind of shit yeah. on Amazon Prime. That you see, man, that you see. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Do you think, do you think they're going to delay Batman? Do you, th- do you, do you think they're going to. I don't. Like, there's no real reason for it. Like, well, like, obviously that they're worried about how many people are going to go to the cinemas. But I actually think Batman's going to do fine because I don't think there's going to be any more major. Well, maybe I'm biased from the UK. I don't think we're going to have any more major lockdowns. But some countries still just go in and out of them. But if Spider-Man could do as good as it's done, if there was ever any other property, I think could comparably kind of go up to that level or at least close it's going to be a batman film and yeah people like what they're seeing from this so i feel like it's, it's okay i don't really think they need to worry yeah i think they've um you know it's if they move it then people are going to be it's going to be the rumor mill there's something wrong with it you know mm-hmm. but, so it's just it's just release it man, and they just yeah. uh that's yeah. it there's no real competition around that time uh and then you go further on in the year that's the time when it starts so that's the time when you want to you want to avoid it there basically as, uh, as as much as possible you know what i mean mm. so um let's flip from batman to batgirl uh obviously there has been uh, a release uh-huh. of the batgirl costume um which uh if you guys haven't seen it um i i guess i'll i'll put it up on i think i'll put it up on the video 
already, but I'll put it up there again, uh, just so you guys can kind of see it and stuff. And, uh, it ain't great. It's it, not great. The even question though is, it's accurate, the costume at least to the comic book, mm, but mm. it just looks cheap. It looks. It's not even that it's homemade cosplay. It's like it's cosplay that you'd buy mass produced off of yeah. you know some website. It does doesn't look cinematic. I'm just the thing the thing is, right? I'm in two minds about it because basically I, I understand this is like a first a first suit, so it's meant to be garbage, right? But then the thing is at the same time, I'm kind of it has a molded headpiece though. Yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of I'm kind of concerned about more the direction of the film rather than the costume. Because yeah, that because that costume gives me now the idea they're going for complete Batgirl of Burnside, which is what we discussed there before. And and and, and we were like, yeah, that's probably the route they're gonna go down, which is a social media based story where she's going around like you know like recording herself like fighting crime and stuff on bloody it'll be on instagram now or tiktok you'll be recording it on tiktok being like oh look i'm look at these bad guys i'm gonna go and fight them you know but it's gonna be atrocious then it would have gotten a regardless of i ain't gonna you know bitch about you know race or ethnicity or that but if it would have been better if they had a, a young teenage age Batgirl, you know completely not to bring mm. back to the Spider-Man thing, but that comparable age range, you know, because this chick looks too old to really. Yeah. Not that she's old, old, but to be this sort of spunky filming herself all the time, it just, you know, they missed a, I think they missed a bit of a trick with that one. Yeah, because the TikTok kind of stuff is like young teenagers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it could actually be like, it could be a more interesting story. And like, what the hell are you doing going and fighting? these like criminals yeah. when you're a teenager you can get badly hurt you know what i mean so i'm i'm more concerned about i'm more concerned about the, the general direction that is hinting from from the costume rather than the actual costume because i you know even if it goes down that route of like okay we end up getting say the arkham costume afterwards right which is the, the goat costume yeah. basically yeah. Uh, for Batgirl, even if it does go down that route, it looks to me like okay, they've got Keaton, right? And um, they're quite on the nose with the fact that they've got all these posters saying Black Canary and, and you know, and and Batman and Robin kind of like on a wall and stuff, which is kind of like very like cartoony and stuff. That they're going into that 1989 uh, cartoony world. Um, uh, and that's that's the thing that that kind of concerns me about it. The only thing that I'm, I the only doubt. thing that I kind of, I hope not. I the only thing that gives me a bit of, yeah. No, go on, go on, go on. You can. The only thing that gives me a little bit of hope is those two guys directed uh, Bad Boys for Life, which I had a lot of fun with, and I was entertained by quite a bit, even though it wasn't the best, you know, Bad Boys film or whatever. It was, you know, I was entertained by it. Um, so you know, if they if they're doing something in the mold of that, then fine. Because when you know when you're watching that, like you know, it didn't have uh, you know the the kind of stupid shaky cam close ups that they well, it did have some, but it didn't have 
as many as you do in like the matrix and stuff like that so maybe we might get you know we might get something else going on reason why i don't think it's going to be that cartoony uh batman forever and batman and robin style in its direction it's because everyone knows that that was bad and warner brothers must <laughs> that killed the batman franchise for a good couple of years man and i think warner brothers Mate. is aware of that <laughs> warner brothers just warner brothers just killed the matrix <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was it was god it was fine for like in it beloved so even with many years two so-so sequels it was still beloved and now it's just <laughs> and then they brought it back to kill it basically like kind of reminds it kind of reminds me of like um uh basically like this this one there's one guy right he's uh i know i'm not gonna mention his name but he's um he is in my like professional circle basically and apparently he said something that to uh to another colleague that they considered quite racist basically um and so they reported him to uh the general dental council right now the the thing is this dude is retired okay so what they did was what they what they did was they reinstated him as a member of the general <laughs> council, right? And, uh, right, oh and then, God. and then they struck him off. <laughs> and that, that's that basically that is basically that is basically the kind of stupidity that like Warner Brothers have done, where they're just like, let's reinstate the Matrix, and then let's let's kill it, let's kill it dead. There, you know what I mean? wasting judicial bullshit is that? Like, I ain't got nothing yeah. better to do than do this. And the court case is uh, the court case is over eighty grand. So the lawyers were just laughing their heads off, basically. Right? Um, it was it was an offhand comment by this guy to to like a colleague on uh, on Facebook, basically, um, which was. <laughs> which is about um which is about what uh Gaddafi said um you know many years ago, which is basically like don't bother kind of fighting Europeans with wars, you'll never win. The best way the best way to do it is just is breed like rabbits, right? And then there'll be so many of you that, that you'll you will take over politically, right? So this guy is like, oh yeah, uh something like you, you Muslims basically have this kind of thing that you want to just breed like rabbits and like uh, oh, wow. <laughs> like oh, wow. get so many of you that you kind of take over and it's kind of like uh, okay mate whatever but then somebody just reported him to say like you know. but but anyway he that's... Even turn up for the court case no he didn't he didn't yeah. even bother Why he would had, he? he's basically like <laughs> the funny thing is right they reinstated him now when you reinstated you basically got to pay a registration fee so they started sending him bills of like 900 pounds saying like mate you gotta pay <laughs> you gotta pay your registration fee right and he's like i'm not paying the registration fee but literally they registered him again to nice. strike him off it's hilarious oh, it is That's hilarious so it's basically so they could go and show people like look yeah. you know we're very serious on something like this the fun, the fun, the funny thing is, is that in the profession like the majority are are brown people anyway you know? so it's yeah. like it's it, you know it doesn't really matter you but but yeah that that's that's warner brothers that's my warner brothers uh, kind of uh, allegory basically so let's let's get off that bad girl train there for the moment um and let's go on to another train Yes, no, that was episode two. Episode three, <laughs> Boba Fett. 
this one. This is so. And, this, um, this one was the weakest, definitely, of the three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yes. it had too many elements in it that didn't feel Star Warsy. Like that bike, the yes. young biker. They had the older biker gang in like episode yes. one, mm-hmm. which fit. You know, the waistcoats were still a bit of a push, but the speeders, like the hoverbikes, it all fit in the world. But these guys, these little teenagers with, yeah, they look like characters out of Cyberpunk, the game. <laughs> yeah. That were yeah. thrown into Star Wars for some reason with their shiny bikes, even though they're saying they have to pay for water and they're not getting paid to do something. But they have these amazing, yeah. sweet, chromed out bikes. It's like, can you remember in um, uh, Phantom Menace? when um they had the pod racers yeah and all the pod racers apart from suburbers who was like the champion yeah all shitty like destroyed by the sand everything right and it's like these are like how is the sand right off like yeah straight out of the factory these were like yeah brand new (laughs) glistening yeah they should have just been thrown together smoking sparking just yeah The way that I think the, uh, like, um, you know, uh, I would imagine gangs on Tatooine would be like, would be like I don't know if you remember a film called Waterworld, um, where, where a horrendous film, Waterworld, where they had the smokers, right? And they had these, these guys who still had access to, like, diesel, basically. Right, so they so they basically um, had like these massive craft that you know they could kind of go different. There's like speedboats and shit like that, basically that they that they had, um, and they were like literally like salvaged crap, basically like junk together to kind of make yeah, these things. And that's that, exactly how I'd imagine it like was. Mad Max as well, where those mashed up, thrown together cars that they have. Like, yeah, that's what it kind of should have been like. But yeah, I think that I think the. The problem with this show is part advertising and then also kind of direction. I think maybe it will tie up in the end. A lot of the stuff may kind of tie themselves up and things like that. But the way that this was advertised, and there's a there's a running joke on the DC forums, right, which is where the Marvel versus DC stuff comes in, right? That basically like almost every Marvel film uh, is advertised as the Godfather, right? Have you seen like, have you seen like almost every, almost every bloody film that comes out is like, no, seriously, you know, when, uh, what's it called came out when uh, Captain Marvel came out and they're like, yeah, this is like, this is, this is, this is like the Godfather two of the, of the, uh, you know, of, of the series. And then they were talking about uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Civil War was like uh, was like uh, has drama like The Godfather and stuff like that. Obviously, these aren't Marvel releasing these things, but these are from oh. things like like Collider and you know, oh, like, those yeah, kind of, those, they always you know just I mean? back into using the same yeah, no, you know what I mean. They're using the same tropes all the time. So there's a joke in in the you know uh, in, in the DC world, basically like everything in Marvel is advertised as Godfather, and this kind of thing actually from film. The, the series makers was advertised like a Godfather style kind of thing, and I think that's the problem. Yeah, because we're not getting any of that sort of drama, man. In the, in that sort of stuff, that that stuff yeah. with the huts is almost uh, the the least the, the storyline that they're putting the least effort in. To be honest, they seem to be focused more on the whole um, other flashbacks yeah. that he keeps having. 
And I think that will probably be the most, int- obviously they have to sanitize it for children and stuff, but that would be the most interesting because they're basically slugs on a platform, right? Okay. So how are they so intimidating mm. to people that they command this level of virus? Because he's like, oh, the huts basically ruled out of fear. Okay, so we see a bit in Return of the Jedi and stuff, where, you know, they've they're chopped this guy down to the Rancor and all this kind of stuff, right? But what other stuff do they do that elicits that level of fear amongst everybody? It would be good to see a heart pissed off and to just to wreck a room. Yeah, <laughs> to see like <laughs> just to see like what yeah. they do, like how how they do it, like you know, because kind of like they they do this in other kind of films where it's like okay, the the person themselves might not be that strong, but they've got some next level tech that is like you know that would decimate like you know the, a population or whatever and i'm just wondering there must be something that the huts kind of have they did that in the games where they've got like the hut cartel and stuff like that basically mm. um and you know a, a lot of it is basically because they just they're um they've got a lot of like scientists and and, and their their tech is like next level and they have torture rooms and all this kind of stuff and it's kind of like he's like oh i'm gonna command by respect which is fine but then you also have to show this is the way they used to command, and I'm going to command it differently. Yeah, I want to see think. like a kingpin thing where he's smart, or they're smart, where they can, you know, they've got money, they've got resources, they can manipulate people. Mm. But when push comes to shove, you also see why kingpin is also feared. Oh, that when yes. he's pissed, he just, yeah, yeah. he goes, I want to see something in a scene where this hut just grabs someone and crushes their head or something. Like just to show that there is some other thing that. They, it was built upon that they managed to build this empire. That is, that's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Because basically then it would be like, okay, um, I don't do, you know, I don't do most of the dirty work, but yeah. if the shit hits the fan, yeah. I, I want to see him get pissed up. and wreck a room full of people. <laughs> like, even if the doors have to shut and you just hear screams and it opens and he's just kind of sliding back to his platform and everyone's just dead around him. Like, just something yeah. just to show that there's some other thing going on there. And this is a problem that I have generally with Boba right now because too the nice. direction, yeah, the direction is odd because it's like, okay. Dude keeps taking his helmet off all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, and he talks too much. He talks way too fucking much, right? So it's like, you're not intimidating, right? He goes to people and he goes, oh, you're going to pay us money. I'll be like, piss off, dude. Who the hell are you? you, know, you you're, we're going to pay you money. You basically got like, you got a sniper who's like a good fighter. And yeah. okay, fine. You know, why, why should we pay you anything? He's got to show them like, this is the reason why I'm the dude that you got to pay money to. And she even says to him, what's her name? Fennec. Fennec? Yeah, I was going to go by his real name. Was it Ming Wa or something? Yeah. She commands more respect. Yeah. To be honest, in this show. She basically even said to him uh, in like episode one, sometimes it's better to command out of fear Mm -hmm. than, you know, respect. So one of the things that a lot of people are talking about online and kind of, you know, I don't know, kind of different viewpoints on is the Rancor, right? And the Rancor riding. What's your kind of, what's your thought on that? Does that, are you okay with that? We kind of, I don't know. Is that, <laughs> it's just too late to care off? now, man. It's just, <laughs> hey, you know, it, I Danny guess it's supposed Trejo, to be, though, it's supposed Danny, to, yeah. Danny. In Star Wars, that's, that's interesting. This is another Robert, Robert Rodriguez one, isn't it? 
Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so noticed that when sense. he does his thing, those are the ones I don't like as much. Because he did the very first one as well, which I didn't hate, but I was like, I was a little unsure going into it. He's just has a bit distinctive style, which is a bit too contemporary, especially with the way he directs actors and all of that. It just doesn't, for me, for me fit, like dialogue-wise and just the way he just, his sensibilities. They don't really work for me in Star Wars, so. And I kind of think to myself, okay, Dude, why didn't you just make Boba Desperado? Yeah. But like, I guess they feel mean... like they're doing that with the Mandalorian though, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I guess so. It's very, it's too, yeah. I don't know, it's too close kind of thing. Um, you know, the, the, the thing, this, even the thing with the Sam people, it makes sense. But it, Tus- now it, it makes no, sorry, uh, with Tuscan, Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders. They just killed him off. Did yeah, they just kill them all with on off screen. We just he just comes home and everything's burnt. What? That made me give a shit about these people. And exactly. then they just now it makes no sense because the whole whole point is everybody knows any strategy game you ever play, it's like, okay, you make friends with these people. Now these people are gonna come and help you later on. You make yes. friends with these other lot, you make a deal with these other lot, and now suddenly he does command respect because He's got the Tuscan Raiders on this side that support him. He's got these other guys. He's got the, the more, um, what do they call them? The, the pig things, Gamorians or something. Not Gamorians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And and basically, those, 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 uh, that race is supporting him there. And he, and he basically goes around and does different things to help different people. And it's like, right, okay, now he commands respect because he's in effect done something that they thought was bloody impossible. Which was the Tuscan Raiders going going against that train, which looked impossible to do, but they did it. And then what? they introduced then they introduced the bloody moped gang, which is like no. then you think, okay, fine, that's okay. But at the same time, it's like there's no then overall string to the to, to the series. Yeah, right? so, and even the the spear thing, which he had his little lizard up and up the nose trip to find the wood and carve himself, and then at the end. He just threw it on the fire with the rest of the <laughs> Tuscan. Like, what? This weapon I thought was going to come back later on in the series. He was going to pull out from a, a, a plank of the, at the floor. And, oh, no, nothing. Like Kratos in God of War 4. He just <laughs> takes his, the knives out of the, the blazer. Oh, man. Come on now. If you exactly. Don't, you know, when, like, when, like, literally his whole. His, you know, everything of his is destroyed. Yeah. The only thing remains is that thing. Yeah. And he's exactly. like, right, I'm gonna go and wreck, wreck. No, that thread has just been destroyed. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Um, and obviously, with they set up the thing with those guys who I can't remember who what their um what their species was. She was running the trains. Obviously, they're the, the fish. The fish are, people. I call them the fish. The fish people. Yeah. Fish. We shouldn't be on a desert planet in the bloody first place because they blatantly look like they require a lot of water. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, they um, they look like they're the ones, you know, the, the ones are gonna, uh, you know, wreck stuff up and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. I, I, I'm gonna have to see the next one and then see whether it kind of picks up because this really dipped it it's down weird. big time. Yeah, it's weird um, that one episode can make me suddenly get worried for a whole series because I was fine with it after the first two. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm liking where this is going. But this one has suddenly just made me feel like, oh, oh I'm seeing the holes now. I'm seeing the strings behind the curtain. Yeah. The wizard. I'm just, yeah, just I'm just hoping. I, I don't know if there's a, di- a different director or what who's in there, but 
uh, you know, in the next ones. But yeah, they need to, they need to change the direction a little bit. Maybe because they're concentrating so much on the other stuff, the Bo-Katan and the Ahsoka ones and, and the Obi-Wan Kenobi and stuff. They're just like giving this to second tier, uh, you know, group because it is coming out in December, January, which is the dump period for stuff at the end of the day. So, you know, uh, maybe they're just like, okay, tide us over until, you know, we start to get our other stuff coming I was out, actually you know? baffled why Robert Rodriguez was also like an executive producer on the show. Like, why, when did he worm his way into the Star Wars universe? So yeah. Maybe Spy Kids been... 3 should have been the end of his... Uh, oh. No, <laughs> end of his <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. But somehow, yeah, he's ex- lava, what was that, shark... Boy, shark lava. Boy and Lava Girl, yeah. yeah. All of that's exactly what, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said when I saw those moped, moped kids. I was like, "Shark, Shark Boy's grown up now. He's got his own crew, and he's like, uh, he's like marauding through Star Wars, man." So yeah, uh, yeah, a very odd episode, man. But I don't know. Let's let's, let's see. Let's see whether it picks up there or not, man. Let's see whether it picks up there or not. Speaking um, of TV, you saw uh, the first episode of. Uh... Superman Lois. How was it? I didn't yes. see it. It's an yeah. So I will not spoil it, but we were kind of worried maybe quality's gone down. Or maybe worried a little bit about, okay, uh, are they going to maintain that? Uh, they've maintained it. Number one, that's the main thing. Good, uh, the good, quality good. is still there. Um, also, everybody's very worried about the suit, right? Because they, they were showing pictures of him in the new suit with... Um, Amy Johnson, who used to be the Pink Ranger, who now is a director oh, of stuff. Um, she directed the first episode of uh, Superman and Lois, uh, season two. Um, and they showed pictures of him with her, and he looked like skinny, basically, and like the suit was hanging off him and stuff. And everybody's like, what the hell, man? This is horrendous. But trust me, the suit looks badass, man, in the, in the thing. Um, the one... The, the great thing that I always think about this um, Superman is always the criticism has been throughout any Superman there is that he's been a very localized hero. Somebody who has that much power, he's been very localized. But all throughout season one, he's kind of been a worldwide kind of protector kind of thing. And then in this one as well, there is a scene in this which is epic where he's basically like shows how much of a worldwide hero he actually is and saves a group of people that you would actually think maybe are, are to- we're told by everybody, the government's media, that these are our enemies. Um, saves the Taliban and- from a rock slide. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they go that far. <laughs> I don't think they go that far. But somebody else, yeah, somebody else. Um, who, yeah, and, and, and they saved them and then, Obviously, these people, it's quite funny because these people recognize Superman, um, even though they maybe shouldn't. I, I, I don't know how to say it without spoiling it, but basically, they, maybe, they shouldn't, know who's, maybe yeah. they shouldn't know who Superman is. But, um, but yeah, they recognize Superman, so, that, so that's I've quite cool. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of the, the good thing is that there's all that thing about, okay, he's Clark Kent. And he's got that Clark Kent role, but also he is Superman at the same time as well. And that kind of thing that is like 
Lois takes no shit from him whatsoever, even though he is bloody Superman, right? Mm. She literally takes no shit from him. And he is like, uh, you know, he 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 basically like uh, you know, takes her advice in a lot of stuff. There's a lot more of that teenage boy kind of thing stuff going on in this there as well where it's kind of you know they're bringing girlfriends in and all this kind of stuff and it's like it's like the awkwardness of, yeah. of what's going on and the dad talks and things like that where i'm just sitting there thinking oh god how long how long is it going to be until i have to i have to do that shit you know, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? oh yeah so, so uh so yeah just like uh, uh that kind of stuff and then the ending which i won't I won't say anything about, but the ending is like, holy shizzle, man. We now know who the new big baddie is going to be for this season. And if you're a Superman fan, then damn, you are going to absolutely love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's good. The, the first episode keeps that same kind of thing. You know, it's kind of like sometimes you look at it and you think, how does somebody who used to be no no disparaging whatsoever, but literally used to be the Pink Ranger in Power Rangers? How do they have the knowledge to be like, okay, I want it shot like this, I want it to look like that, I want him to come in from this zone, I want him to, you know, all these kind of little things. They're on set, they're on regardless of what we you may think of what Power Rangers was, it's still a set, they still have to frame shots and you still know how to you know organize and direct a crew and all those little skills there even though people are dressed up in spandex and fighting mud people it's still <laughs> fundamentally the same thing so <laughs> and i presume and she's been of... off doing other things training over these decades that she's been out of the public earth so well she did she did some small little episodes and ah, she's done like go. some legends of tomorrow and stuff like that and i guess they've kind of said look here's here's the gig you want to do it <laughs> this is this is the way it is and it's good man it's a it's a bloody good show and you know this is the thing man you <laughs> there's some we will we'll come come up with you know talk about this in, in, in one of the next topic topics um but there's some there's some weird splits going on in the, in the dc fandom there now but this is something i think that everybody you know if you're a dc fan not you know, not a DC fan, you can, you can get behind this, man, because it's it's a bloody good show. Um, and, you know, the quality is high throughout the, you know, throughout the entire thing. So, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, now I, I can even see there's certain threads that they're going to put in which are going to be, you know, kind of uh, interesting, but also, like, awkward and stuff like that. Like, basically, uh, we saw at, uh, you know, at the end of, um, at the end of the previous season, that uh, you know, John Henry Irons' daughter turned up. Yeah, um, and she's like, "Oh, Lois yeah. is my mum," and she's not really. Um, but obviously, it's very difficult for her to kind of, you yeah. know, uh, not think of it like that. And it is, yeah, it's an odd, uh, odd situation that's going on there. But yeah, man, um, you know, <laughs> uh, Superman, Superman fans like basically just like creaming themselves at the ending. And just, just general, just very good, uh, very, very good kind of thing to watch there as well. So, um, totally, totally works well. Is decent. Um, yeah, just, just overall, just, just like the whole thing, man. So, yeah, I'm gonna definitely jump on that. Either tonight, jump, or tomorrow. jump on it. 
<laughs> jump on it and see it. Well, that's the thing, man. So one thing I didn't forget about, but I actually did get to see. Um, but uh, but Ed's, I think, has seen them. Uh, is Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Uh, episode first... one, two, and three. Yep, the first three episodes. This is. I'm gonna have to try and get them all together in my head because yeah, rather than just review one episode, you got to do all three. But what I'm gonna say is, going into this, I was worried. I saw the trailers and I was thinking I didn't really like what I saw. It just looked cheap, and I thought it was gonna be kind of cringy. And I was hoping that the James Gunn dialogue and his writing was gonna was gonna be what carries this and makes it, you know, uh, still a, a fun watch. And I have to say, it was for me. It really okay. was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And so we you had a li- you had a few worries about this, right? When yeah, because it know, just didn't look talking about great it. in the trailers. It just didn't look great to me. But yeah, it is crazy, and it is a grown-up show. This ain't trying to watch the family. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So there's violence, as- there's sex, there's crazy, crazy language. Even the stuff we shitting on Justice League members that works. And only we were oh. reading the quotes, and it was like, oh my god, yeah. what is this? Nah, nah, it, it works. It works. Okay. <laughs> In the context of the show, it definitely works. And Cena's yeah. so much better as Peacemaker. He's better in this than he was in the oh, film. Way better. It's like he's found the groove of the show. Like he can take oh, his time okay. with it. Because okay. he only really had a few bits of lines here and there in the film. But this, yeah, because you really get into him, get to know his dad, his family, and why he is how he is. And, and he's kind of starting to uh, reevaluate his uh his his morality and whether what he does the way he was living looking for trying to achieve peace no matter how many men women and children he has to kill to achieve it he's starting to realize that oh oh, i don't know whether that hmm yeah yeah exactly it's such a such a bizarre like uh character (laughs) as well man such a Absolutely bizarre character. It's so funny because actually, like the um, the new um, the new Suicide Squad um, basically has got you know the new uh, graphic novel has got Peacemaker in it, and obviously they're trying to put that in there to get that in the minds of yeah. uh, you know uh, fans and all that because he's a very kind of fringe character Peacemaker. He's not like a you know like a like a big major kind of uh, you know kind of player in it. So. Um, because his character is evolving to be slightly different than how he was in the films, they've kind of brought in this other character who's like his best friend in this town that he grew up in called the Vigilante. Vigilante. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of is like how he was before. <laughs> and it's just, uh, it's just hilarious. Like when they're talking about, he's trying to give him advice about, you know, his decisions and the things he's done. And he's like, do you think I, I like having to, to find someone who's uh, selling drugs to kids and having to kill them, someone finding someone who's, you know, uh, kidnapped uh, an old woman or someone who sprayed graffiti on the wall. Do you think I enjoy killing these people? <laughs> you think, holy <laughs> shit, this guy's literally a maniac <laughs> psycho killer. Basically. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, and he's a loser at the same time. So, And even the oh. dynamic of the, the crew, the Amanda Waller's group that are carried over from the film great they they definitely all bounce off each other really well i, I really well, enjoyed the show man. I yeah i definitely gotta check it out man i just kind of just you know just didn't have time really to go watch yeah. it but yeah i just thought i'll, I'll see see what ed says about it and then kind of go from there. There was, there's a there's a weird thing about that vigilante actor wasn't there like um halfway through the filming um 
something happened there's some controversy with that actor so they switched to a different actor halfway through the season and they've kind of like and it's a different vigilante actor throughout the the rest of the season um and i don't know whether they recut the stuff at the start so it looks like it's the new guy or they're doing it as some weird ass joke they're kind of like he he changes that so like Here's the type of show that they could probably do that in. Um, <laughs> they, you, you could almost get away with it because he does keep his mask on for so much of it. There's only like one part where you see his face where there may be, yeah, they could easily just do that. It's literally one scene. So they could just mm. reshoot that easily. So who knows? But, yeah. And even the production value of it. Like obviously, it isn't that consistent with, it doesn't have the sort of budget mm. that maybe the Marvel shows have on Disney+. Plus, But, you know, for what it is and where it's set, yeah, it, it's actually fine. I actually still so it was so it was okay because that was one of the things that we we're worried yeah. about. Like, you like know, it's still visibly look. not as slick because it does start okay. off like literally at the very beginning of the first episode. It says previously on Suicide Squad, and it kind of does it like it's uh, the events of Suicide Squad, are like a TV show that is continued from. Okay. So you actually it does recap things that happened at the end of that film. So if you haven't seen Suicide Squad, the most recent one, and you want to watch this, then you're gonna have to. But it's best to watch that to not yeah. have it spoiled. But yeah, you yeah. do suddenly see the switch in quality from that footage to this. But it's not it's not that jarring. Like I said, it, it fits mm. where it is. It's like a small town for the most part. And it just I think it's he's he's meant to be look like look like an idiot, basically, right? So <laughs> so he's he's meant to look like a complete moron. So it's kind of like it fits that there's this guy wearing this stupidly white coloured. And, it, like, and they point that out many times. And I didn't know the helmet <laughs> does shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to say what, what, but the helmet, yeah, it does shit. Um, well, oh, yeah. I won't, I won't get into who the antagonist of this series are because it's a bit of a mystery up until the very end. But mm-hmm. what I'm going to say is what the hell <laughs> what the <laughs> basically it's almost as if James Gunn's been a traitor to Marvel in that he kind of knew where they were going with their secret wars secret invasion thing okay. and found a goofy way to fit it into this like a goofier okay. version of it so instead of having these infiltrating aliens that we have you know with, with on the Marvel side that they kind of wanted to get into <laughs> they've got this other thing <laughs> You see, it and you're gonna be like, Ooh, "Really? What?" The hell? And I don't know if it's consistent. Like, there's a comic book of these things. Like, yeah, you're gonna have to tell me when a, you watch it. But I had, to, I have no idea because it's not something that I really kind of read, yeah, uh, read yeah, that yeah. much, man. So yeah, I'll, I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to check it out and, uh, and then see what's going on with it, man. So, um, is, is this? Um, so this is this is James Gunn like at his like writing and directing. Crazy, craziest, basically. Yeah, right? and he's directing all, all of those first three directed and wrote, so it's his style all the way. His style, basically, yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. This, the um, eagerly is the star. The eagerly. Eag- oh, yeah, because that's the thing that we're looking at as well. Is e- <laughs> it's not that he necessarily thing, does but... a lot, but just the fact that you have this eagle, which is convincing. Like, they, we've, got, we've come a long way, man. In being able to have animals, computer-generated creatures on screen, that yeah, just perfectly. That, that, that isn't jarring at all. Yeah, he's great. Okay, 
Yeah, because you can't have a literally can't have a bald eagle. It's like it's a predator. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, like sitting there, like ch- chilling and stuff, man. It's kind of crazy. So, um, so we'll keep with DC and uh, a little bit there now. Um, your favorite Batman, um, is now oh, having a new comic book made, um, and it is it's basically like so. So Jeff Johns pretty much he finished the three Jokers and then did nothing, right? And everybody's like, "What's his new project? You know, is he doing the Green Lantern TV show? All this kind of stuff there, right?" Um, but um, yesterday, last night, they released the thing to say what his new project is, and his new project is Thomas Wayne Flashpoint Batman, um, and it's called Flashpoint Ooh. Batman Beyond, right? So it's basically is um, the story of um, you know Thomas Wayne at Flashpoint. What happens afterwards? You know all of you know all of his kind of the way the ways that you know his stories mm. are going. Um, you know with the Martha Wayne Joker and you know so it's yeah crazy Finally, story. Why did it take so long? Why did it take so long? <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. There's just I, I don't know. I don't know. But the thing that the thing that is interesting with things like this is that you know if you then establish this character as like a main thing in people's minds then maybe you could potentially think okay let's you know let, let's go and make this the main the main batman work i'd be more than happy with that if more they went happy. with that and they said okay here's the flash here we go um the basically we've got thomas wayne batman and you can even have keaton as that i don't even give a shit like put keaton as that whatever right but then say okay fine now thomas wayne batman is batman and now he's better that's fine, man. Just don't like basically have an old ass Bruce Wayne pass his time, like you know, um, you know, doing, doing things like that because that kind of that kind of you know is annoying as hell, man. So, um, so yeah, that that's going to be a very interesting. Do we know when this uh, begins? Well, it's Jeff Johns, right? So last time he said when he was playing the three Jokers that he would he would complete it within like within 18 months and four years later he, he completed oh, he completed the thing so uh it was it was the same like with um with uh dark side war right the dark side war bloody forever for them to bloody finish it as well so um yeah. Frank uh, Miller, Jim Leafing took forever as well, years to make. It's gonna, it's gonna take them. They'll, they'll release some parts, but then it'll be like, okay, firstly, here's one part, and the next one will come out a month later. And then it'll start to come out six weeks later, and then it'll be like, you know, forever until you it actually wonder why out, so. Western comic books are dying, man. <laughs> exactly. Them out on time. Well, the Japanese are just churning them out week, week at a time. Yeah, just rolling the earth. That is the thing, man. That is the thing. I've kind of I kind of got my love back for comic books because I've just I just managed to get so many free over the past like you know the past year or so. So um, so yeah, just um, just just kind of like you know starting to read those things there again. Um, unfortunately, there's not a great deal of Marvel news there today, so we're gonna finish up on on some DC news, right? Of um, of our kind of oh before we do that we did actually get um, we got a, a message from a, a listener right um, basically who was um, who's talking about uh, projectors and stuff uh, Joseph Joseph Bustamante right Bustamante uh, no yeah well. so so he was like he's like oh I'm catching up with last year's podcast 
a recent one where it was talked about he's able to watch stuff on his projector all day. Um, I must have. Um, <laughs> without eye strain. Uh, I also use a projector to notice the same effect. And it turns out because indirect light is easy on the eyes, the direct light feeds straight on your retina from a TV. And he's given like an explanation and stuff. It's like, anyway, good to find your podcast again since it stopped updating on my podcast app. Had to search your podcast again and resubscribe. So, um, a lot of people, it seems, are doing that actually because because the numbers are creeping up there again. They're kind of finding the cast there again. But yeah, thanks, Joseph, for that uh, for that information, man. Because I always just find it easier to watch on the uh, you know on, on projectors, man. So um, I had a had a read that article, which is quite quite technical, but it was also was also interesting there as well, man. So so uh, yeah, man, keep listening and hope I'm more definitely looking. Looking forward to because it's been happening for months now, but still trying to move. But a place I'm going, hopefully, I'm just looking forward to having the space where I can dig out my projector again and actually have room to set it up and keep it up. So yeah, I have room now. Every time I have to pull it out, I have to rearrange shit around and redecorate. Everything. Oh man, it's just, it can't be. You off. said you were moving like months ago. Yeah, this negotiation <laughs> with these people and these mad. Oh, it's just, uh, it's, just it's just it's long. Headache. It's just long. It's so. So, dude, we'll fi- we'll finish up there today with um with the <laughs> with the split DC fandom, right? And unfortunately, man, um, it's like sometimes I kind of look and I literally I despair, man. It's basically like you've got you've literally got two groups of people there now, right? And you know what? I used to be. I'm just gonna say it. I used to be a massive Snyder fan. I still am, to be honest. I still like his movies and stuff like that. But some of the stuff, and I'm not going to say everybody, right? Um, I'm not going to say the people who tried so hard to release the Snyder content. But some of the stuff that some people are saying on these forums and things is just, is batshit crazy, man. It's like literally batshit crazy. The world we live in, man. People just want to argue. People want to pick a side and then dig their heels in, no matter matter how ridiculous the argument is. Yeah. Don't want to admit they're wrong. Just people saying like, oh, you know, um, don't watch any more decent content. Uh, make sure that, you know, uh, don't watch the Batman. Wake up the Batman. Um, there's all this stuff about, um, about how, like, um, you shouldn't, you literally shouldn't watch anything and should just, um, you know, restore, um, you know, restore the Snyder card and stuff like that. The interesting thing that I always kind of, <laughs> interesting thing that I always kind of find about this is okay, fine. I've, I, you know what? I've watched so many videos of people have analyzed, you know, the Snyder movies and stuff like that, and you know, um, the cinematography and the themes and uh, you know all the kind of stuff there. And okay, yeah, it's it's fine. It's good, man. There's some there's some deep stuff in there. There's some shallow stuff in there. There's some good cinematography, whatever. Um, one of the things I always struggle with is when somebody says to me, and I'm not proclaiming myself to be some kind of expert phd in comic book movies or comic you books or whatever, don't right? say that your opinion is as but. valid as anybody's <laughs> but i do read a few comic books right mm. and when and when one thing i've never found literally never found is somebody to make comprehensive videos to say right this is what snyder was going from and he was going from say this this version of Batman came from um, came from 
uh, you know, uh, Batman 273 from, you know, from, from, from 1992. And he did this kind of thing. And this is basically where it's come from, blah, blah, blah. Um, what we've got there now is you've got a movement of people who are starting to say, instead of, I really like the Snyder movies and I like the direction that they were going, mm. instead it's, I really like the direction of the Snyder movies because they're comic book accurate. Right, and I have a real problem with that. Right, uh, yeah. yeah, I have a huge problem with that because they're not right in the in in almost entirety. Right, in terms of Superman, in terms of Batman, in terms of Wonder Woman, in terms of literally like every sphere of things that I see there, um, Wonder Woman is probably the most comic book accurate that they've had in there. Right. But, you know, in terms of in terms of the, uh, you know, the, the clone of Zod, which, you know, became their Ish, version of Doomsday and stuff, yeah. you know, the, the, none of that, none of that is comic book accurate. I've just kind of I've started doing this game now where I go on where I go on forums, where it's basically just like people put up stuff and say, like, oh, people didn't understand the style of movies because they don't read comic books. And I'm like, dude, show me your collection and tell me exactly what book you're talking about that you're saying that this movie has come from. Because if you do, then I'll shut up and I'll say, you know what? This guy knows more than me. He knows exactly his, his, his comic books. And, you know, Snyder knows it and he's copying from this thing and blah, blah, blah right? So um, maybe it's not to play devil's advocate maybe it's not necessarily the story as a whole that's supposed to be comic accurate maybe saying the interpretation of some of the, some of the characters even though you're right superman was nothing like how snyder does it but i guess i can see elements of frank miller's batman in uh, yeah i guess so snyder's i guess so i guess so but then um yeah i mean i guess so but then um the, the frank miller batman there is a grizzled 60 year old he was an old dude yeah. right and he basically the reason why he fights in that suit is first because he's fighting superman he's gonna get bad right but at the same time he's an old dude and he can't fight anymore right so that's kind of that's the point why he rides a horse and you're bloody he's got guns and stuff like that that is the reason why this guy is an athlete's not much older than me and if he can't move, I guess that's a bit of a problem, right? But you know, um, they didn't make it. Yeah, it. they didn't make him fucked up enough. Maybe they should have gone like ten years older. Maybe the guy who played his dad in the flashback of the parents getting killed probably could have done a better job as being Batman with, yeah. with some great highlights. Yeah, just like totally like you know grizzled and you know yeah. kind of like then then that's fine. But um, you know this kind of weird movement that kind of says okay you know, you don't know the comic books if you don't support Snyder's films. It's just, to me, is it's just bizarre, right? It's absolutely bizarre because you cannot, you, you can't, it's like, it's like, okay, fine, then Aquaman, um, <laughs> what facets of Aquaman are like the comic books? Because I want to see exactly which one because there's none of them, right? Um, Cyborg, maybe tiny amount but not much yes. you know um and like you know um you know silas silas stone maybe a little bit is a fringe character you know what i mean i mean Ak aquaman is a is 
absolute nutcase in the comic books, man. He's like, he is basically like uh, overpowered to, to, you know, like crazy pretty much. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And, um, and you know, the, I, I don't know, this kind of stuff, when people come out with stuff like this, it puts me off the movies more. Because I can watch the movie, I can watch the, you know, the Man of Steel and BVS, you know, the, the, the extended edition and stuff like that and be like, okay, yeah, I understand where they're going here. I understand the themes. I love the music, all that kind of stuff. I like, you know, I can, I can understand that. It's just when, when people say, okay, if you don't understand this, it's because you don't read comic books. At that point, it's like, mate, uh, you really lost me because... <laughs> there's no way that you're going to say to somebody that this is anything like the comic books. And if it is, tell me what one it is. It blatantly sounds like they're not comic book readers. They're just the movie watchers that like the characters and they're just trying to hide behind that as a justification. Yeah. It's like, well, what comic book is it? What comic book is yeah. it? I want to know the comic book where Batman's branded people. Right, tell, tell me which one that is from. Uh, you know, there, there is a one, you know, uh, or, you know, of, of course, there's like, um, you know, there are certain things where, like you're saying with Frank Miller, where he's, where, you know, he's on the side of the building and there's lightning there and stuff like that. Okay, yes. But, you know, come on now. This, this is few and far between. Right? But anyway, I could go on a rant on that forever. Yeah, sure. but, uh, but yeah, that's, um, that is pretty pretty much it man so guys we have a shorter one there today mainly because of just lack of news and stuff like that and also because i've been lazy and not seen peacemaker and uh and i didn't i didn't <laughs> i didn't inform eds about superman <laughs> so next week we'll, uh, we'll, we'll we will review those there as well with the new boba fett there as well and a moon knight trailer which is uh, i think is gonna be really good i've got yeah. i've got i've got big hopes for that there as well um and, and any more new, uh, you know, DC Marvel news, yeah, we'll be covering be. that there as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you guys have um, have any questions uh, or have comments about the show, you can email us on dcpsmarvelpod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the Facebook page, DCPS Marvel Podcast. Um, if you want to find Ed, you can find him on the movie show there. Uh, talking at the well. movies go check it out on all podcasting platforms and on Vulture on it with the video versions of this and that show and yeah let, you know, let us know I want to know what you guys think of Peacemaker give us feedback you know you're feeling it you're not liking it you're liking this version of the character more than what you saw of him in the film you know, reach out yeah there is a bit of a discussion going on about that on our Facebook page but I've kind of just not really read it because oh, I didn't want to know if there were spoilers and stuff in it. I think a lot of it is criticism on the intro. Which I haven't even seen. There's a dance routine in, in the intro, or yeah. Something like it's literally that. the the, the the intro is a little dance routine where he's just dancing around. Uh, all, all the cast uh, is dancing all around. Yeah, oh that's God. that. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I'm that's, not sure about that. That's yeah. a red rag to a ball to a Steiner yeah. fan. That is really <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, so guys, uh, let us know about that there as well. Um, uh, and do you think we're being a bit too harsh on Boba Fett there as well, man? Is it just the old mm. man? Like, um, until until then, guys, uh, we'll see you again next time. Later.